good. Wait a minute. If I'm going to upload this in the morning, should I still say good morning? Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to another episode of the Black Dad Chronicles. My name is Courtney. I am your host. This is my show. And I am coming to you on, what day is this? Tuesday, May 16th, which is NBA Draft Lottery Night. So we find out the lottery order in the NBA, this uh, next month's NBA Draft. I say that because I am a big NBA stan. I will be tuned in to the playoffs, to the conference finals. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's not what I'm talking about today. So, what I am to, what am I talking about today? I'm talking about getting to know yourself. Cuz a lot of times you see a lot you run into a lot of people in your day-to-day life who sometimes they seem like they're playing a character. And I guarantee you that when those people go home, they sit down, they take the shoes off. They are not that same person that they play out in the public. I can speak to that because I used to be that guy. So let me set the tone. Let me tell you a story. So back when young Courtney was in elementary school, middle school, in his formative years, he just wanted to exist. Like, I had no real dreams, especially once I figured out that I was not going to be tall enough nor good enough to make it to the NBA. I had no dreams of doing anything. It was just, I just wanted to exist. Now, I had ideas of, you know, things I wanted to be in life. You know, I wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to be a journalist. Um, uh, Several other things. You know, I wanted to be a cook, which, you know, eventually I went to school. I went to culinary school. I I became a cook, and I am a cook now. Um, But it took, that took a long time for me to figure out and it's because I didn't know who I was and I shouldn't say I didn't know who I was I was in denial of who I was so young Courtney at 16 years old still had a collection of action figures that he was playing with every day young Courtney at 16 years old still had his lineup of cartoons that he watched every day you know young Courtney at 16 years old Still was on his front lawn with, you know, a pretend bow staff, which was probably a broomstick. Pretending like I was a Power Ranger, you know, dang there every day. That's who I was. So I say all that to say this. I knew who I was. I was a nerdy kid who did not like his name because he was teased about his name and teased about being a little light skinned. Um. So I was in denial of who I was. I tried to play this cool guy. Uh, I played a character, essentially. I got my game. And you you can ask any girl who I ever tried to talk to. Um, I had no game. But I thought I did. You know, because I was watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air every Monday night. And I was trying to be smooth like Will Smith. Or Will Smith's character on the show. Um, That's who I was. I got my game from Will Smith. You know. Or I should say the character of Will Smith on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I also, I was the king of the friend zone as a a kid. Uh, Mainly as a teenager. Um, 
You know, I thought I was this handsome young dude, beautiful smile, you know, smooth, debonair. Really, I wasn't. I was not that guy. And the way that this relates to my kids is because I look at my son and I see myself and it makes me uncomfortable because I was uncomfortable with who I was back then. You know, I wasn't, you know, times were different back then, you know. Now it's more acceptable to be a nerd. Now it's more acceptable to be geeky. Uh, because, you know, it's, 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 culture dictates that, you know. It's nerd culture is really a big thing. Geek culture is a really big thing. Um, you know, with drones, you know, model toys, which are really just action figures that don't have articulate parts. But people... You know, still collect those. And, and it's popular. It's the cool thing to do. You know, people wear glasses just to be, wear glasses just because, you know, that nerd look is in. And it's be, always been that way. People have always worn fake glasses, you know. But I'm just saying, back in the 90s, it wasn't as acceptable as it was, as it is today. Um, so I really wasn't comfortable with myself. So as time got on, as high school progressed and I start looking, you know, for college, the only reason, and I can honestly say this without a doubt, and if my mom listens to this, sorry, ma, um, hope this doesn't make you feel bad by me saying this. The only reason why I went to college is because my mom was a teacher and that was the thing that we were supposed to do after high school. I had no ambitions on, I like I said, basically I just wanted to exist. I don't know why. I don't know how I got to that point. But basically I just was out here existing, floating through life. You know? So fast forward a couple years. I went to Eastern Michigan University. College was not for me. I got up there and I had freedom. And it wasn't like I was partying. I just had a lot of free time to play video games. And back then, you know, I really should have been ahead of the curve because I played more video games than any anybody. That's all I did. I had a job, so I went to work. You know, I went to class, but I played video games more than anything. You know, Meech can attest to this. Uh, Antonio can attest to this. Therese, Miguel, <laughs> the girls, Chris, Sharice, Lanisha, they all can attest to this. All I did was sit down, play NBA Live. NBA Live was the hot thing. Live 2000. Uh, we used to have some battles on Live 2000. But I had no ambitions. And it wasn't like I didn't have any goals. I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to be. Not, not what I wanted to be, I should say. Who I wanted to be. I always had this idea because my Uncle Keith... Works for AAA. He's worked for AAA since he was 16 years old. So Uncle Keith always had suits, you know, fly clothes, fly cars. So I looked and I was like, yo, man, when I'm 30, I want to look like Uncle Keith. I want to dress like Uncle Keith. I want to have that swag like Uncle Keith. How I was going to get there, I had no idea. But Uncle Keith had swag and I just wanted that swag. I knew I wanted that. I didn't know how I was going to get there. 
I didn't know what I needed to do to get there. I just wanted to have that swag. So, growing up, it was just like me constantly trying to find stuff. And I always quit things once they got too hard. Like, I remember I was in journalism. I was writing for the school paper. Uh, It's funny, you know, before I get into that. It's funny, you see characters on TV, you see people, you know, on the screen or whatever, and it's like, yo, I want to be that person. So for me, you know, I wanted to be, have the cool of Will Smith, and then once LL Cool J starts starring in in the house, you know, playing a character, Marion, I wanted that swag like Marion, you know. So I rode, walked around with one pants leg rolled up, especially when I had jogging pants on, wore hats all the time. Just because I was like, oh, I like that swag. You know, Marion's got swagger. Knowing full well that was just a character LL Cool J was playing. But at the time, LL Cool J was my favorite rapper. So, he had swag. I was like, yo, I'm going to have that swag. Wasn't wearing overalls. Even though I did have a couple pairs of overalls. But I wasn't really wearing overalls. And of course, I didn't have a body to just rock overalls with no shirt under them. You know. Which was the the kind of like the East Coast rapper style back then, but I didn't I didn't find out. Well, let me say, like I said, because I always knew who I was. I didn't embrace who I was until I became an adult, well into my mid twenties. So, eleventh, twelfth grade, I wrote for the school newspaper. 12th grade, went to an event at Focus Hope. It was called the Journalism Olympics. Now, I always, one of the good things about writing for the school newspaper is you kind of had the freedom to write what kind of article you wanted to write. So it wasn't like we were handed topics. We got to choose a topic. And if the teacher gave it the okay, we got the okay. I remember, and I still have this picture framed, not framed, but it's laminated. Um, my first story to go on the front page of the high school section in the free press. And it was called, do you smell what I'm cooking? And you guys know why I was, I titled my article that, right? You guys know why I titled it it that, right? Because I wanted to be the rock. I'm a big wrestling fan, huge wrestling fan to this day. The other podcast I co-host is a wrestling podcast. I love wrestling. Going to an event next week. But I wanted to be The Rock. Versace shirts. Fly shades. The people's eyebrow. White linen pants. I wanted to be The Rock. So I carried myself like I was The Rock. Everybody got the people's eyebrow from me. Everybody. I had a little uh, weightlifting belt. That... I I made, I turned into a a homemade WWE championship belt and it had all these quotes from The Rock on it. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm looking at it right now in my head. But I wanted to be The Rock. But that really was a detriment because I wanted to be a character. You know, and not, and this was because I didn't want to come to grips with who I was. Now, I, you know, nerd, because back then being a nerd was not cool. 
you know, now, like I said, it's cool to like technology, you know, tinker with technology, uh, nerd out about things. And I, I have things that I nerd out about, you know, like I nerd out about food. I nerd about out about cell phones. You know, like I said, people, I used to be a big sneakerhead, but you know, I, you know, once you get kids and you have a certain salary that kind of gets unrealistic and it was like either me getting shoes or paying bills. So, you know, bills kind of won out on that. So, but I didn't brace until I was who I was until I was about maybe 28 years old. And because I was tired of being a poser. You know, I went through all these stages. I was, you know, that smooth, you know, I, that Will Smith swag. You know, I used to use that slang, you know, and then 19, 20, 21, I was using rapper slang. You know, all my friends would call, clown me because I'd be like, nah, B, what up, son? You know, word is born, kid. You know, I used to use New York rapper slang in my everyday vernacular. And my friends was clowning me. My sister used to be the biggest person to clown me for it. Carlin and Meech used to be the biggest people who clown me about it. You know, using rapper slang. But because I was playing a character. So when I look at my son and I see the fact that he's kind of uncomfortable in his own skin, but he's still comfortable. And I think I make him uncomfortable in his skin because I'm uncomfortable seeing that much of myself in him. And I know that sounds weird and I know that's probably not right. And I've tried to like not, but you know, it's some things that my son does that makes me cringe because I'm like, yo, that's who I was. And I tried to run from it and I tried to hide it. I didn't know he was going to be just like me like that. Now, and when I say just like me, he's just now the the one difference is I've always been a talker. I've always been a people person. I've always been able to strike up a conversation with anybody. But while he's not an introvert, he has introverted ways. Um, he's going to keep to himself. You know, he gets lost in his little world uh, uh, playing with Yu-Gi-Oh cards and, you know, playing his little video games on his tablet, um, playing Minecraft, all that stuff. So he doesn't have to play with, you know, with other kids. He enjoys playing with other kids. He's not turned off by playing with other kids. But I look at him sometimes. I just see a couple differences. The main differences I see is the fact that I'm a people person. I'm social butterfly, outgoing, all that. And he, it, it takes him a minute to strike up a conversation but when it comes to like kids playing oh he's down for it all, all day long and I'm a little I'm more athletic than he was at 13 years old than he is at 13 years old because I was playing sports he doesn't really play sports unless it's you know with the neighborhood kids but man I started playing baseball when I was like seven eight years old started playing basketball not long after that I was skateboarding you know bike riding all that so I did things you know, the state athlete, and I played in a basketball league. And here's the key thing it was free. You know, it's tough to find, you know, free leagues and stuff to play for, for kids to play in nowadays. But, you know, so 
because so one of the things that gave me the confidence to really em, fully embrace my myself uh, is because my I saw my wife being so comfortable with who she was. You know, my wife's a nerd, and like I said before, you know, we started kicking it. She was just my nerdy little friend that came over to my house, played video games, and helped me with my homework when I was in college. But once I really truly realized that she was comfortable being a nerd, that kind of made me come out of my shell a little bit. So stop playing the character, people. Because in the long run, it doesn't do anything but confuse you and it could hurt you. You know, um, I say, and this is going to be controversial, but this is, you know, this goes, this speaks to, you know, people playing characters. I think, and I'm going to catch so much flack for this. I think Tupac Shakur is the most overrated rapper in the history of hip hop. And I say that. Because now a lot of people want to say, you know, talk about how uplifting Tupac was for, you know, black people, um, how positive, how much of a positive influence that he was, you know, for, for black people and someone, you know, as, to look up to as a role model. But in every record, it was still murder, 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 kill, 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 B word, B word, B word, hoes. Hoes, niggas, thug life, yada, yada, yada. All that. And so I thought Tupac was just playing a character because if you listen to Tupac's, you know, a lot of Tupac's early work wasn't like that, you know. But once he got the death row, start, you know, got the thug life tatted on his chest, you know. It's like he started playing this, you know, this super thug role and a lot of people got gassed up by it. Now, if you listen to Funk Flex's recent comments, you know, and, uh, and comments that uh, who else who else said this? Oh, man, I'm trying to trying to remember who else I saw that say said this. But you know, Tupac was basically just playing a role that he got lost into and couldn't come out of it. You know that that super thug wasn't Tupac by you know for by according to the people who knew him closest. You know, but he was playing a role, and a lot of guys in hip hop play a role. You know. But, I, you know, I, I got tired of denying who I fully was. I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I like nerdy things, you know. I like going to look at, you know, whatever dish you say is your favorite and breaking down every single ingredient to the most minute detail. That's how nerdy I am, you know. I like seeing when a new phone comes out, deep diving in all the specs, everything about the operating system. Now, I'm not a developer or anything like that. I don't do that. But I just jump all into the specs, see what kind of camera, how many megapixels, what's the aperture on it, what's the processor speed, blah, 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 how, how the operating system is optimized to run with the processor and the rest of the hardware, blah, blah, blah. I can even, like, I even nerd out about things that I don't do. Like, you know, I'm really interested in weed. And I read about it and nerd out about it because it it does certain things to certain people, you know? 
this strand is different than this strand. You know, that strand is, th- is, is different than this strand. I nerd out about a lot of things and I'm comfortable with it. Now, I'm comfortable proudly, you know, I'm comfortable being able to proudly go to the comic book store every Wednesday and walk out with $20 worth of comic books. I'm comfortable enough in my skin to volunteer at that at my local comic book store on free comic book day, which I did a couple weeks ago. You know, that was beautiful. That was me embracing my inner geek. It was me embracing myself. So at the end of the day, you know, you got to make your mind up about who you are, who you want to be. And just embrace your inner self. Just embrace your real self. Now, this is not me, you know, live your best life, but you got to know who you are. You know, know yourself, know your strengths and weaknesses, and you'll be able to just, you that breeds happiness. So, like, I'm a lot more happier now than I was when I was, like, trying to be some pseudo-bohemian, neo-soul poet-slash-rapper when I was 19, you know. Because I used to sit in my room for like hours. I used to turn on Like Water for Chocolate, Track 12, you know, Mount Champa, Aphrodisiac for the World, and just put it on repeat, light some incense, and just write to it, you know, write poetry to it. And it's like, yo, that's the neo-soul type of thing to do, you know. That's, That's what's in right now, you know what I'm saying. And that wasn't me, you know. Yeah, I like writing poetry. I haven't written in a long time. But, you know, I'm comfortable with who I am now. So, if you know yourself, get to know your kids. And when you see those things about yourself, that, and when you see those things in your kids that you didn't like about yourself, you can become a lot more comfortable with seeing your kids being awkward and stuff like that. Because I'm a lot more, like, my girls don't really have traits that I had, you know, growing up. Now, they're nerdy too, but they're not as awkward with it. It, it, It's more smoother with my daughters. My son is just like mad awkward with it. And it took me really dealing with myself to kind of like, okay, let me not push him away or shun him because of this. But let me talk to him and see why he, you know, has embraced this and it's because that's who he is alright so today's sponsor is Relaxed by Jay Mace listen Mother's Day just passed and I needed gifts so it was late Saturday night the day before Mother's Day I hit my man Johnny up like hey man I need two gifts for Mother's Day what you got he was like, hey, I got you. What you looking for? Ah, man, you know, look at some, look for some turquoise with some butterflies for Robin. Bro, I got that. My man Johnny Mason came through quick, fast, in a hurry with the beaded bracelets. Got one for my wife, one for my mom. You can go to his Instagram page, Relaxed by Jay Mace, and I'll let you know right now, he has some fire bracelets fire and you know what father's day is coming up too ladies so if you got a husband or a partner that don't wear jewelry get him one of these beaded braces he'll like it 
Because, you know, you can customize it to his favorite color. Like, most of mine are black because most of the clothes I wear are dark. My glasses are black. You know, my wedding ring is black. My watch is black. So, it just goes with the rest of my accessories, you know. But, uh, you know, you can find him on Instagram at jmace3000. That's his Instagram handle. Facebook.com slash relaxedbyjmace. Go ahead and get your man some jewelry, ladies. Father's Day's coming up. But all right, y'all. That's going to be the end of today's show. I'd like to thank all of you guys for tuning in. Uh, now, thank you all for tuning in so far. I've gotten a lot of love, a lot of feedback um, on the podcast so far. Only 11 episodes in. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to keep getting better and improving um, and trying to bring you guys quality content um on a weekly basis i got some interviews coming up with some you know great black fathers so i can't wait to to get those out there to you guys um well stay tuned you can follow me on twitter at black dad Cron. that's capital b capital d capital c all one word no underscores at black dad Cron. you can follow me on instagram at Black Dad Chronicles. This, that's the, you know, my whole Instagram is Black Dad Chronicles. You can find me on Facebook at Courtney McIntosh. You can find me on Google Plus at either Courtney McIntosh or Black Dad Chronicles. You can also find me on Facebook. I got a Facebook page at The Black Dad Chronicles. Yo, the show is on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. I'm trying to get it on iHeart. It's on SoundCloud. I'll post the links on Twitter. I'm trying to get it everywhere. And, you know, leave me some comments. You know, comment, like, subscribe, share it. Leave me some comments. Give me some ideas on on stuff to talk about, you know. Nominate a a, a black father that you know. Ladies, if you know, not just ladies, but people. If you know any great black fathers, shoot me an email. Blackdadcron at gmail.com. Put me in touch with these people. I want to tell their stories. Because I'm a storyteller, you know. That's it. See you next week. Peace. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Love y'all.